Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Greetings and welcome to episode 24 of the Arcade Raiders podcast. This is what happens when you give a group of content creators a microphone and an audience. I am Jeremy. And with me to deliver in these weird shenanigans is my good friend Jesse. Jesse, what's up? Where were you on Valentine's Day? I, I missed you because we were supposed to have a podcast date and you weren't here. I actually had a really good date. We got to go on Valentine's to our zoo. They had a dinner in front of the aquarium. And then after that, we got to go hang out backstage with all of the animals. It was really pretty cool. So you got a party with penguins and you didn't invite me? <laughs> uh, it was mostly the mammals. We got to see the fish, um, the mammals, like the bears, the cats. And I saw a two-headed snake. That was pretty cool. Cool! <laughs> yeah, it's, it was like a rare mutation, this two-headed snake. Um, he brought it out. And I, they were both active heads and everything. It was actually pretty creepy, but really kind of neat. I mean, I, I, I really could throw someone with two heads or a snake with two heads. I, I fucking hate snakes. I, oh. I, hate, I do. I do. Yeah. I'm, I, I, I would fucking punch a snake in the face if I had a choice here. Oh, yeah. I got to hold this one. <laughs> oh, fuck. Dude, screw that noise. Like, everyone's like, oh, snakes aren't that bad. I'm like, right, have you seen Anaconda? Have, have you seen snakes on a plane? Fuck snakes. <laughs> I got to feed uh, a bear animal crackers, too. That was pretty cool. Wait, so you fed a bear bear-shaped animal crackers? <laughs> yes, I did. I fed a bear animal crackers. That was their treat. So they get these special-made animal crackers, these dietary-like animal crackers for, mm -hmm. for, for you know, just healthy nutrition, I guess. And that's their late-night snack is before the, the handlers leave, they get animal cracker snacks. So we got to feed these bears animal crackers, and they were fantastic. They were super cool. See, you did all that cool stuff. I just sat here, and I... This kind of was like, oh, man. Because my wife works, like, nights on weekends. And I was like, oh, she's gone on Valentine's Day. Well, oh. just me and my hand tonight. Oh, <laughs> crazy. Listen, well, I had to be kind of crazy. I had to be kind of crazy, okay? I'm, I'm in a good mood. I'm in a great mood. Good. Excellent. I, I, am, I am finally moving, so I'm happy. Well, that's awesome. Yeah, heck yeah, that's good. Yeah, I remember you mentioned that you've been looking for a place to live, and you guys finally found one, so that's pretty cool. Now you just yeah, have the fought. dreaded chore of packing everything. Dude, I've been doing it all, like, last weekend. Yeah. It's almost done. Good, perfect. And you yes. will unbox half of that stuff when you move into your new place. <laughs> oh, no, I'm, I'm, I got to unbox all that stuff right away, because now I have actually a storage for all my stuff. Like, oh, oh. boy, I can put my Gundams in one spot, all my Gundam equipment in one oh. spot. <laughs> I can put all my consoles in a great spot that's not, like, technically outside. I'm like, oh, oh, oh. That's awesome. At least you have some nice stories for your hobbies and whatnot. Yeah, like, because we have a lot of hobbies here. Like, because we live in the middle of winter, of course, and there's nothing to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's like, it's either you drink or arts and crafts. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like how you refer both. to your Gundam models as arts and crafts. Well, what do you want to call it? Uh, my, my nerd addiction. The reason why I'm a virgin for life. <laughs> Gundaming? Gundaming? Is that a? Could you say that you were? Well, is that the well, process hobby, of building you know? Gundams? Gundaming? It, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I go into a whole like process like what is really called like it's called Gun Plus, sir. <laughs> well, speaking of hobbies, one of our main hobbies here is video games, right? 
Maybe, I don't know, we get a ransom as well, but yeah, I guess it is. Alright, so let's talk about some video games. Every week we like to take a look at the news going on in our world, so it's time for some Arcade Raiders news with Jesse. What the Arcade News, guys? Let's take the news this week. We got some news from last week we're going to cover, because, hey, well, it's been over a year since Anthem launched, and those that don't remember Anthem or their heads on a rock, I'll give you what it is. It was Anthem's, Anthem was EA's answer to the looter shooter with promises to be a good RPG with our beloved friends from Bioware. Some call it the worst game of the year, others a huge disappointment, but we refer to it as crap. But Anthem and I have one thing in common. No, not a lot of mech suits, shiny things grinding and all that stuff. No, not, not that, not that. No, we both had our current decorations up. I, I know, it's, it's February, it's already set up for next year. Shh, get off me. <sighs> but Jesse, a little scamp, why is this in the news? Because I love shiny things. And also because Bioware is working on something they should have done when Anthem was released. And that is they're re redesigning Anthem. From their official blog, they're reinventing the core gameplay loop with clear goals, motivating challenges, and progression with meaningful awards. This has to come with some standards of release soon. And so in a few months, we'll hopefully know more news than this. Personally, I feel like they should have done this way back when they first made a game. It's like, why redesign now, one year later, one year later, after being told your game is crap? I think there's a lot of things. I don't think they want to give it up yet. I think they've put too many resources into it. And I think that they they probably feel that, hey, we've got to get some reward. We've got to get something out of this, whether it's, you know, building back up our namesake, you know, or or bringing back some of those fans that, that originally played it. I still haven't played Anthem. Again, I have it on EA. I th actually, I think I bought it for like five bucks or something. So, I mean, I do have it. I haven't played it. Um, but yeah, they want to do a complete overhaul of the game, which that's no easy feat. I mean, that's a lot of time and money and resources that I feel could be put towards something else. You know, this, this game, Dragon this, Age Five. Yeah. yeah, this 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 company, you know, the group that was working for this have already lost several really good key players in their, they have. you know, in their studio uh, over this game. And, you know, it's almost like, hey, how much more are you guys willing to lose you know, over this stuff, but I mean, if they can do it, awesome. That's great. If it pleases people, great, cool. Um, I think the leaving their Christmas things up for way too long was a little weird. Uh, they're um, doing it because uh, their main focus is pretty much redesign the game. That's the reason uh, why. Gotcha. So yeah, so it's stuff up. Yeah, they're like, screw it. Christmas all year round, guys. <laughs> <That's so laughs> it's going to be Christmas soon. Yeah, but I played Anthem on release, and I I enjoyed it. I just got really, really bored because I didn't realize that it was a grind fest that was just like, oh, it's a grind fest that is going to kick my ass a lot more than Diablo. And I was like, uh, yeah, it's it's okay. Not the greatest, but it's okay. Yeah, I mean, the, the I saw the environments. You know, I watched a bunch of the stuff played. I saw the environments. The... The environment and, you know, the art and stuff was really pretty. You know, it's really super nice. It looks like a really nice game. Other than, you know, some of the obvious, you know, glitches and things that people got frustrated with. But all in all, I think I think if they want if they can redo it, if they can reinvent it, let's see it. I think it's a little you know, it's a little too late, honestly. I think they've lost too many people on that end. 
Um, and, you know, but I don't understand. I don't know, like, they're... How would... What am I trying to say? I don't know how a studio handles that. Like, who makes that decision and who says, okay, we're going to keep allocating resources to this, but, you know, we still got to work on our other things that are coming out, i.e., you know, a new Dragon Age, you know, yeah. or, or whatever. So, I'm curious. I'm very, I'm very curious to see how they do that and kind of understand that. But, I mean, if they bring it back, I mean, we've seen things reinvented. Final Fantasy XIV yeah. was reinvented. You Rainbow know, Six Plus um, Two, yep. Mm-hmm. You know, all these games have been reinvented, and but it's taking them a long time, you know, to really get their footing. You know, it took Final Fantasy fourteen several years to get it their did. footing, um, and now it's one of the top RPGs right now. You know, it's it's it's, it's extremely fun. Um, it is so, fun. I bet that yes. I don't know. I don't know. I'm curious to see how long they're going to stick it out, or if we're going to find out here in the near future that uh, we lied. Sorry, we don't want to put resources towards this no see now they have to because they said they're going to do it it's like you can't just back in your word don't back a lot of things (laughs) they do but honestly don't back in your word you say you're gonna fix this game fix the game i want to see this game fixed yeah but my thing was they should have just worked this right away when they start realizing the problems and oh yeah maybe back in like june july like okay like this game no one's playing it let's start working on it now like why wasn't that being you know that's that's me well, I think they've I'm known the- about these issues since, you know, even before in Alpha and, you know, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm pretty sure people were probably complaining about these specific things before they it even came out. Yeah. So, I don't know. Well, let's go on to our next story. Oh, you better watch out. You better not leak. You better not hack. I'm telling you why. Nintendo will be hunting you down. Wait, it's not even Christmas. Sorry, I'm feeling festive. As you remember, back in November, a series of leases of Pokemon Sword and Shield were dropped, and the big end was pissed. And Nintendo, being Nintendo, decided to hunt down the people responsible. Well, they got their claws in a Portuguese website called F Nintendo, and they have been blacklisted. <laughs> F Nintendo, sorry, side, huge sidebar here. I'm just gonna call them FN for now because what I'm saying, I'm saying their name. It sounds like I'm saying, "Hey, man, F Nintendo." FN explains what happened. Uh, they got an early copy, they gave it to a freelancer, and of course the freelancer distributed information online. FN gave a statement. We fully respect Nintendo's decision to cancel the confidential agreement between our companies as a result of the breach of trust and accepted that we will no longer receive products from Nintendo, nor will we be invited to attend their events. We want to apologize to Nintendo and the Pokemon Company and to our readers for letting them down. So, this is what happens. You don't breach your contracts. No, yeah. I mean, I was... I kind of knew it was going to happen. We knew it was going to happen. Nintendo's really pissed off because, once again, you leak something. You do anything to Nintendo. You freaking step on Nintendo's toes. They will they will hunt you down. You cop from Nintendo. They already have their sights set on you. Yeah, Nintendo doesn't mess around. And, honestly, I don't think it's just Nintendo that's going to blacklist this group. I think you'll probably potentially see other groups blacklist them as well. Um, I mean, that was just me. If I if I ran a company and I saw that they what they did to Nintendo, I would probably blacklist them for my studios as well. And I don't again, I don't know how that works, um, but it just seems like they've made a a fatal error um, in this one. <laughs> they've made a huge fatal error in thinking that they can just go beyond Nintendo and just do whatever they want. Like that's not. It's not cool. It is not, especially like 
I know they were kind of like trying to keep everything like undercover. Like we knew nothing till leaks happened. We knew nothing. We knew the bare minimum, and that's all we knew. And like we kind of speculated too when the leaks happened. Like, yep, the town's me pissed. But then again, it's a modern age now. Like leaks happen like every five seconds. Well, especially if they can identify the source, and that's the other thing. If they can identify the source, um, they, that that's huge, and that's that's evidence for them to you know to block you or to blacklist you and hey you know it's their it's their products it's their ips it's their thing you know if if mm -hmm. they if they sign an nda contract and they didn't hold up to it i mean you're you know you you're you're open to judgment you know and and it's going to be swift by nintendo it's going to cost you money you know um i'm they probably i wonder if they took like a little plea you know like hey we're not going to sue you if you know you just you you don't do this again and you're not that but i'm sure you know there's some litigation probably going on in there there probably is like yeah i picture too like this is a trust agreement of course they're already blacklisted which that means they're not getting any more copy of the games or events we understand that yeah especially but in think, pokemon you know it's pokemon yeah i mean every pokemon game has been leaked let's say that every pokemon game has been leaked there's no like there's no, oh no, it's been leaked. It's like, yeah, it's been leaked. Like, what are you going to do now? This is, seems like a more like, I don't want to, I knew like they're going to hunt them down. Like, we know it's going to happen. And I'm glad they did this because I hope F Nintendo does something to the Freelancer had had a copy of the game. Because honestly, that was a breach of contract with them too. You know? Yeah. <sighs> well, I mean, this is just going to make it harder for people like us that, you know, really, really want to work with these companies. And it's just going to make it harder for those people not to be able to work with those companies. I mean, it's going to ruin it for other folks is kind of what I'm getting at here. Yeah. You know, it's like, hey, you know, Nintendo's number number one. Nintendo's super hard to work with, period. They you are. Know, and let alone... Uh, with, YouTube. Uh, <laughs> yeah, let alone Pokemon. You know, that's a huge prized possession of theirs. And now it's just going to make it harder for people to even work with them anymore, you know? Yeah. Well, we'll see what we'll see what happens, too. Because we got this whole rest of the year. Hopefully, Nintendo will be kind and get a few more copies. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Uh, and finally, our last story. Hey, speaking of leaks, last week, once again, another leak was happening. But from where? Well, of course, you know the answer. Good old E3. Ah, the leak was a was about who will be attending this year's E3. And once again, we got the basics. Oh, Activision, Epic, Ubisoft, the usual suspects, of course. But one of the biggest, biggest attenders at E3 has said, that's it. I'm done. Jeff Keighley, the Game Awards organizer and host, said, I'm done. Here's his statement. For the past 25 years, I have attended E3. Covering, hosting, sharing E3 has been a highlight of my year. Not to mention a defining part of my career. I have debated on what to say about E3 2020. While I wanted to support the devs who will, who will showcase their work, I have made the difficult decision to decline to produce the E3 Coliseum. E3 Coliseum being, of course, Jeff Keighley's little stage where he shows off some of the devs around the whole E3. For my first time in 25 years, I will not be participating in E3. He later told Polygon he wanted to let fans know what to expect before they, for ESA started to sell tickets to the event. When asked what he was going to do, he shrugged and said, I just don't really feel comfortable participating in giving what I know about the show from, as of today. Jeff Keighley, yeah, that's a big, like, 
That's a big dude, like, walking away from the biggest convention that we got. Yeah. I mean, he's kind of become, you know, Jeff Keeley's kind of become our voice. You know, he, he honestly, you know what he's become? And this is, people will probably disagree with me on this. He's become um, the Ryan Seacrest of, of things. <laughs> Ryan Seacrest. You know Seacrest. what I mean? Like, because Ryan Seacrest had a big voice in, you know, pop culture all mm-hmm. of a sudden. And, and, and you, know, Je- you know, for several years, and Jeff Keeley, I think, has become, you know, our, our, um, our hype man, our, you know, for the video game industry. I mean, he puts on an amazing show with the, you know, with the video game awards every year. And he, yeah, he's been at E3 for years. Um, you know, that's where most of his career came from, you know. Was, it was, yes. Was, was the E3 videos and vlogs and stuff he did. And I think there's more going on at E3 in the background than we know about. Um, well, we already know this year is going to be the whole influencer yes. event now. Which yes. is... It's just a wrong choice to make. I I'm gonna say it again for like the fifteenth freaking time this year. Yeah, that's the worst way to go. Yeah, I I feel like there's more though that's happening. Like, you know, for somebody that's been doing that for a while, you know, it seemed like he had a hand in, in you know, potentially maybe helping organize it and stuff. And it seems like he was just like, I don't want to be a part of this because of how odd it is and, and kind of what they're doing it. Um, I don't know. I'm kind of curious, but he he's he he said this to me. If there's something going on in the background, or you know, or there's other issues that he's you know he's not saying it, he presented it very professionally. Like, hey, he did. I love this thing. Unfortunately, I'm not going this year. Um, I want to support this, but you know, you know, I want to be up in front that I will not be there. So if you're going there, kind of because of me or stuff like that, you know, just. You know, just buy everywhere, yeah. Yes, and, and I really don't, I really don't approve of what's going on right now. Is kind of what he's is is what I feel he's saying. Yes, and I feel like a lot of the gaming community is right behind that too. Yeah, especially with Sony backing up for another year. But yeah, well, um, that, I, I mean, Pop, Papa Phil has already said he's going to definitely fill that void, which I don't know if they're going to be able to. Yeah, and I already and. Uh, Keely already said pretty much that he wants to see E3 more, be more of a digital event versus yeah. like this big like convention, which I'm for that. Like I will freaking like treat like a freaking like Blizzard e ticket. Yeah. Yeah. I mean that'd be the smartest idea, you know. Yeah, dude. Offer free stuff. Like get with these developers and publishers. Like you know, get with Tencent and Square Enix and you know, um, you know Ubisoft or you know get with the you know, uh, people that make PUBG or something and, you know, do an online, like you said, an online, uh, internet ticket and give free skins and, you know, stupid shit away like that. And people will eat that up. Like people, people will buy skins. that just for free skins. And, you know, let's say it's like, you know, Blizzard, give a free, yeah. you know, skin or a card backing for Hearthstone. And people will be like, Oh sweet. I need that. You know, or Square Enix, you know, offer a free skin, you know, or a free emote Mount, in uh, yeah. Final Fantasy fourteen or something. Yeah. And then something just call it, you know, that e-ticket and, you know, charge 80 bucks for it. Um, I don't know. I'm curious to see uh, E3. I was actually thinking about going this year, but before that was before they announced all the changes. And this gives me, a, you know, a little bit more clarity as to don't, don't waste your time. See, I've been on that... I was feeling like, oh, maybe I'll go to E3 when I was younger. But then it's like, the more I grew older, it was like, why am Barf E3? Everything's already leaked by the time that E3 happens. 
Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. And it's like I, I I feel like the hype's always been gone for E three. I feel like that no one keeps their damn mouth shut when it comes to like before it happens. Yeah. And we already know what's gonna happen right before it happens. Like, okay, here's Halo, here's freaking Xbox, got it. Okay, mm-hmm. Sony, what you got? You got this? Cool. We already seen this online like five times. Ubisoft, we already seen Ubisoft like two weeks ago. Nintendo, we saw yours a month ago, so we're done. <laughs> you know, it just it just it just feels like that we we need we need to have a little bit more NDA in the game industry. That's what I'm thinking. You know. Like, I want to like, bring that hype back. Make me feel hype again. Or why not do it for the Video Game Awards? Why not oh, make a weekend yeah. out of it? Oh, you know, like do the awards. Yeah. Like, and I'm sure Jeff, you know, Keeley's probably thought about that stuff. Why not have, like, a, you know, a, you know, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday where it culminates, you know, in Sunday night being the Video Game Awards? You know, um, that's kind of a cool to me that'd be kind of cool i don't know we'll, we'll see what happens with e3 again we'll probably see some really cool stuff out it come out of it this year um not much playstation stuff unfortunately but we'll definitely see some cool things despite people backing out i think reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest but let me play devil's advocate here let's see so no that's a good thing uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem uh, reese's you did it you stumped this charming devil Hopefully well, but we'll see in June. Okay, so we do have some free stuff this week, guys. Because who doesn't like free? Who doesn't like free? Epic Store till the 27th, you get Ferrari or Fiera. Ferrari? Ferrari? Yeah, close enough. And also, you get Assassin's Creed Syndicate. So enjoy those two games. Those are your only two games you get from the Epic Store. And they've been, they've been doing a great job recently. Holy crap. I've been picking up every one I can. It's like, oh boy, more games. And, but I think that's it for news this week. It's been a nice, chill week, and we'll be back with more stuff on my desk, hopefully. Take care, dudes. Okay, amazing listeners, this is the segment of the show in which we take a letter or a note from a gamer out there and discuss their question or topic. We call it the mailbag. You can call it whatever you would like. Let's continue. So this week, we got a sweet, sweet Nintendo Direct, which was... Oh. <laughs> Very anticipated. Oh. And, and so our question is this. After the Nintendo Direct this week, I have some questions. What the hell is an Animal Crossing? Why the hype and popularity? Why should I play this? And what exactly are they crossing? So, for you guys who don't know, the Nintendo Direct this week was a, about a 25-minute long <laughs> explanation of all things Animal yes. Crossing. Yes. So, Jesse... Give us your take on Animal Crossing. What is this game? Animal Crossing is pretty much like a... Uh, it's so hard to explain because it's, it's like that chill game. Like, you know, you know that one chill game you come home to and it's like it's always there. Like, you're not expecting that much from it. It's just like... You remember Stardew Valley? Yeah, I love Stardew Valley. Yeah, we all love Stardew Valley. Think of it like that. Like, it's just like... You don't really have any more stress. You're just taking care of a farm. This time, you're taking care of your neighbors, your friends, doing chores, fishing, doing whatever you want. Making a little village for, like, your whole family to live in, which is nice. Um, and I don't know, I enjoy it because that whole, like, is it's just, like, it's not too complicated, in a way of speaking, you know? 
Like, it's nothing, like, too, like... Like, hey, you need to, like... Kill five hundred these things. Like, hey, can you bring this over to this one person? Like, cool. I'll do it. Hey, can you catch a fish for me? You got it. Finger guns. All right. And you, know, you kind of create, you kind of decorate, and it's like, it's fun like that. It's like, it's like your own little world that you have. Interesting. And so, with, are there are there quests? The quests are kind of like errands that gives you like more items you can sell off to buy a better house and stuff like that. You know. Okay. Yeah, but so it's not like main... hardcore stuff. Oh, it's not hardcore. It's, it's it's straight up like the most casual game you can play. Oh, interesting. So yeah. it's being very similar to Stardew Valley. I noticed like the animal for you know the the characters are very mainstream. I guess you would say with the Nintendo world, like there's always you know the you always see these characters. I think Isabel is the name of one of the characters. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you always Kick. see these weird looking characters. Tom Nook. Like yep. Um, mm-hmm. And so you know, was is it Took? Is that the name? Tom Nook? Tom, Tom Nook. Yeah, yeah. Nook. Yeah, that's right. Uh, I guess I'm thinking of Lord of the Rings here. Um, but, uh, no, so, I mean, these characters mm-hmm. come up quite a bit in Nintendo culture, I guess you would say. Um, mm-hmm. Even when you look at other games and, you know, looking at uh, the Nintendo games as a whole. I've never really played uh, Animal Crossing. I have Animal Crossing New Leaf for my 3DS, and I never played it. I got it in, like, a bargain bin one day, like, a long time ago for, like, ten bucks. Um, and I was like, okay. Or actually, I got it on a Christmas sale like five years ago uh, for like 10 bucks. And I never opened it until recently because all this Animal Crossing hype. And I'm not sure what to really think about it. Okay, I see what you're saying a little bit. Like, you don't, you're, not, you're not seeing the appeal of it. Yeah, like I guess that's I guess that's part of the question is, what is the appeal of this? Other than being just kind of a laid back, you know, it, it, it seems like there's not much content but there is there is content but it's, it's pretty much i hate to say these words but make your own fun a little okay bit. so it's very sandboxy then it's it's very sandbox this one's gonna be very sandboxy for me stopping telling direct like first time i ever have had that much control over a village mm. no way of speaking um yeah it's i would say the main appeals is pretty much like the whole like kind of chill game where you just relax you know Okay. And, like, it has great music. Like, very, very chill. Like, this is, like, lo-fi before lo-fi was even a freaking oh. thing. <laughs> yeah. So, okay, so in the Direct, they showed some things about the game. So one of the things they showed is you get to choose which island you want to land on. Is that a typical thing in Animal Crossing, or do you only get, like, one place? You get one place, pretty much. Uh, like, when you start talking to the game or not, you get to choose your island, North Hemisphere, Southern Hemisphere, we never got that choice. You're always pretty much stuck in the season. So whenever it was January, it was mm-hmm. winter. Oh, gotcha. You okay. Know. Okay. You know. So now it's like you can be a starting atmosphere and have winter be your summer or something that, you know? Yeah. So it's like great for Minnesotans because like, oh, great. It's like <laughs> it's summertime out here, but it's winter out here. I'm going to go ice skating, <laughs> you know? Yeah. No. Um, okay. So they added some other things too. Um, up to eight players can play live on a single island. Which, that is so different for anything, because they never done that before. That yeah. was... I think we had, like, maybe four at one time, but that was it. That's for the DS? Yeah, yeah I think that's pretty cool. One, yeah. I think yeah. it's pretty cool. They're also, in, you know, implementing something called Nook Link, which looks like it's an app um, that players can scan QR codes from previous Animal Crossing games to design... to import designs or chat online with friends. 
Um, it looks pretty bare bones from from my perspective. Oh, that that is very bare bones. I'm okay. That. that is that is pretty much just like a chat bad. Oh, what gotcha. And I think the biggest announcement was the ability for you to basically terraform. Yes, which that was always a big problem with people because like your island was always kind of like there was something you didn't like with your island. Like I hate this island because okay. it was so hard to get down there. But you had the ability to build a new leaf. Okay. But this gives the ability to terraform, so you have to create like more waterways from that. Like I want a pond as my house, so you can fish a lot more. I'm like, okay, that's perfect for me because I love the fish. Because yeah. I'm a, I'm I'm part redneck. Uh, sorry guys, <laughs> just sorry to tell you that I am part redneck. I like my fishing. I like beer drinking outside. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like that is something that we never seen, as well as medicine actually being used, which I'm gonna bring this up too because you never had a like take medicine to kind of like make yourself feel better i don't know that's that's different for me i was like oh that's unique we never dealt that before mm, i guess okay. I, I guess i guess i'll mess with it now all right all right weird awesome. flex weird well, flex. it sounds like there's some good things like they've added and it, it seems to be super popular like people are planning on spending thousands of hours in this game i didn't realize that you could do that um that you could the game the game is of kind of always on it's always on so you can consistently just play and play and play, and there's never an ending to this game. You yeah, know, it's pretty going much. Going. It's pretty much. It's definitely, you know, your mileage may vary. Like some okay. people are like, okay, like I'll I'll put like maybe like a few hours into it, and then it's like, okay, I'm kind of bored. But then when you mm. come back to it, it's like, where were you? It's been 347 <laughs> days. <laughs> it doesn't seem like it's a game that would stream well. You know, I I kind of see it. I will, I will try streaming because I promise I come on my one show lot of times. You know I do. Yeah, yeah I do. And it's like that's like great for like I'm going to bed. I want to kind of play a few games, blah blah. Or it's like I had a rough day. All I want to do is like zone out and just like not give a fuck. Oh, that's I mean that seems kind of nice. It seems like Stardew Valley to me. Um, I did read. I did watch. I did watch it. And one of the other things that was very disheartening was that they're not going to support cloud saves. Um, but they're planning a service to restore data lost, like through console damage or console lost. Yeah, yeah was that was weird. I think it's more Nintendo side in general. Like, major cloud system is not the greatest. Yeah, they need it, man. I mean, we we knew for the longest time like their um, their internet has not been the greatest. Yeah, I especially don't... especially for like online Smash Play. Just saying, fix your current. I don't get it. Like, why do we not have cloud saves? I mean, because reason, Sky. That's reason why. You know what? Uh, I'll pay another five to ten dollars a year for my Nintendo Switch Online account. Give me damn cloud saves. Give me a better cloud save. Give me a better online service. Can I say that? Yeah. Oh yeah, that's true. I don't want to have or, to get it. I don't have to use a phone app. You know. Exactly. To, I, I think that's a little ridiculous in my end. Okay. I mean, well, this, that makes sense. You know, I, yeah. I. I've never really understood the appeal of Animal Crossing. Maybe I need to maybe play a couple hours on my DS to see, um, you know, what it's like. Um, I kind of get say, an idea. Or should I just I wait it say, out? Um, give it a try on your DS. I would okay. say that right away. Yeah. I mean, I don't want you to spend... Why I always tell people is, like, I don't want you to spend 60 bucks on a game that you're not going to play. Yeah. I mean, this game, I, I don't know how this game is 60 bucks. 
because you know Stardew Valley is fifteen bucks and it because seems like get Nintendo a lot more money out of it. Yeah, because Nintendo. <laughs> uh. I don't get that. I, well, I do. It's Nintendo, and they can charge what they want. But yeah, it is not as stressful as Stardew Valley. It's pretty much like you take Stardew Valley, you set your time to your current time, and every minute that passes in game is a minute in real life. So nice. Well, that's, that's good. What's, I guess. So when I'm trying to play, it's like you play on 4th of July, you see fireworks once in a while. It's like, oh. <laughs> I, I love that. It's like, oh, my God. I first time I saw it on the GameCube because I played this back in the original GameCube days. And that was a different time because you actually, like, download these little – you can actually these little emulators. They had a little okay. sight biking play once in a while like, like on, a, on the GameCube in Animal Crossing. So it's like you have the code, type the code in. Like, oh, hey, we got a gift, and here's your uh, NES console. Enjoy it. And you can play a sight bike or play, like, balloon flash of that. I was like, that's pretty cool. Okay. Well, crazy, man. Like, okay, so I get a little bit. I understand it. I might check it out. I don't know yet. Well, I'm going to have to see. I might, like I said, I might try to check it out on my 3DS before I really invest, you know, money into it and see if I like uh, it. I would say 3DS because you already got a copy of that. Yeah. Um, it probably won't be for you, because the whole game is pretty much you're doing chores. I'll be honest with you. Mm, I don't. That's like that. the that's like the main point, especially in New Leafs. Like oh, I gotta get popularity, and just chores with that freaking bad. It's like, hey, can you bring this over here? Hey, can you bring me a fish? Like, okay. Hmm. And it's nothing that hard. You're pretty much like doing errands, but you know you can make your own money your own way. You pretty much buy a new house, upgrade your house, buy new furniture. It's like a giant. I hate to say it. It's my version of a dollhouse. I'm I'm fucking happy. That. I'll take my fucking dollars any day of the week. Okay, I got gotcha. you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Game my dollhouse. Well, Animal Crossing nerds, there it is. <laughs> uh, I'm glad you guys are excited about it. I'm glad everybody's hyped about it. I really enjoy seeing all the hype. And maybe who knows? Maybe I'll give it a try on the DS and and see if I like it. And you never know. Maybe I'll end up playing it with some buddies on Nintendo. So that was our mailbag question for the week. Um, thank you for explaining Animal Crossing to us, Jesse. Poorly, but it was done. <laughs> Each week, we also like to discuss the newer old games that we are both currently playing. We call this segment, What is Tickling Our Funny Bits? Jesse, what's tickling your funny bits? Well, coming back from our previous podcast, we're talking about my RPG and why I got problems with that. I went back to Neon Kuni 2. Oh, yeah? Yeah, and I, I I dive a little deeper. I'm now like chapter five, and I was I was enjoying it. I was like, oh man, this is so fun! I can't wait. I stopped playing it, and I stopped playing it again because of another RPG came out. I'm playing Vulcan, uh, Lords of Mayhem, which oh my god, frick Christ, that game is so fun! Oh my god, um, have you seen this game, Sky? It's like Diablo, I, right? Like Diablo. It's like Diablo and Papa uh, Exile had Path a baby. Exile, yeah. And the baby was this badass thing. It's like, yes! It's like, okay. <laughs> so. That's awesome, man. Yeah, I've seen a lot of people with the hype on this game. Dude, this game is like, it's, it's buggy as, it's buggy as sin. Let's yeah. talk about that real quick. I but it's, it's still fun. Like, I'm having a blast. I might create another character. To, right now, I'm running like a Ranger with two pistols. But they do this whole, um, the Path of Exile skill tree. You remember that skill tree, that huge, enormous mess of webbing? Yes. I did they, see that. 
they dumb that skill tree down to this little like wheel and you spin around and kind of go like, okay, I want these skills, I want these skills. Make it work. And it kind of gives me ideas like I can do different things. Like I can do like, I can do a callus and a freaking pistol and have some fun. Which I might do that because I'm having fun in the game. I'm not, I'm not going to pistol right now because I'm like, pew, pew, pew. I want to be <laughs> pistol man here. And right now I'm kind of like doing this insane like attack speed. <laughs> Which is like, okay, I became That's a awesome. Kree. I become a Kree in five seconds. <laughs> what sounds, um, it sounds like people are having a really good time with it. Um, yeah, I've seen and I lots of folks play it uh, across uh, Twitch and, you know, on, on Mixer. I'm just seeing lots of hype about it. Yeah, I know we kind of talked about uh, the other game we are talking about. What was that? Uh, Last Epoch. Oh, yeah, Last Epoch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we talked about that a little bit, and yeah, like, I enjoy like that. I enjoy this. I think, sadly, last epoch, I'm sorry, this is better, I want to say. Better? Really? Interesting. Uh, that's what I think so far, but I don't know. But, Jerry, what have you been playing? I've been going on. Um, I have been playing Final Fantasy fourteen. Go on. <laughs> I, about... About a year and a half, two years ago, I I got Final Fantasy fourteen. I got A Realm Reborn. I got the basic starter set. And I tried to play it. This was coming off of World of Warcraft, and I tried to play it. And I was so overwhelmed and just so, like, felt like I was just going through motions. And I was like, you know what? I really don't like this. Um, another streamer on Twitch, I was watching him, and we were talking about MMOs because he was playing Star Wars The Old Republic. And he was like, dude, you got to try Final Fantasy fourteen. Get on, play with this. I'll kind of take care of my wing and kind of show you the game a little bit. And I was like, you know what? Okay, I had I had some uh, credit for from the uh, the Moogle store or whatever it is for Final Fantasy fourteen. Mm-hmm. So I paid for a month, and man, I am having a friggin' blast. I am almost done with the Realm Reborn. Um, almost done with the Realm Reborn basic story. I'm almost finished with my basic you know class quest line. I am almost level 50, which is pretty much where the first expansion or the first the base game ends. And I am loving it. I found the magic. Don't do any side quests. Just do the main story quests and your class quests. Don't do anything else. And I was like, okay, cool. I'll just do that. I am I'm leveled slightly beyond where I need to as far as, you know, um, you know, as far as, you know, experience-wise, and I am loving my class. I only time I go into a dungeon is when it's part of a quest. I am playing Final Fantasy XIV like an RPG. And just sticking with the story, and I am flat out... I think it's one of the better MMOs that are out there. See, I, was, I think like a while ago I was trying to talk about this too, because I was playing it for a little bit, and I was like, yeah, Sky, you got offended this. Like, yeah, maybe. I'm glad you finally found joined it, you know? Yeah. I, I Like I said, it's it's I'm taking a different perspective you know, with it, and I'm I'm just doing the main story, and that to me was the secret sauce. Like, just do the storyline, don't do anything else, just do the main storyline, and just roll with it and treat it like an RPG. And I really am just, you know, treating it like an RPG, and it's awesome. It's it's honestly, it's like another Final Fantasy for me, and I'm really enjoying the storyline. You know, it has its up and down, its ups and downs, like ever, you know, all the other MMOs, um, but it's kind of a different perspective and. I, I like the customization. There's a lot more customization with it. Oh, you know, there as far is. I love as, it. Yeah, yeah, as yeah. far as you know, your outfits and your glamour, like they call it glamour and all that stuff. I just, I'm just really digging it, and I, I'm enjoying seeing, uh, you know, people kind of come back and forth with it because of like new, 
expansion or new content and stuff. And it's super neat. And I will probably be playing it for a little bit longer. What do we got on free games? Or not free games. Um, yeah, is there anything else? Oh, the new Game. releases this week. Where did yeah, the new releases? releases. All right. We've got some new releases for the week of February 24th. Crap, it's going to be long. Okay, we got Kingdom Hearts 3 Remind for the Xbox One. It comes on the 25th. Mega Man Zero slash ZX Legacy Collection for PS4, Xbox One, Switch, PC on 25th. Samurai Showdown for the Switch on the 25th. Two Point Hospital for PS4, Xbox One, and Switch on 25th. Overpass, Dr. Pizza or Watch on the PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC on 27th. Blood Roots for PS4, Switch, and PC on 28th. Metro Redux on the Switch on the 28th. One Punch Man, a hero nobody knows for PS4, Xbox One, and PC on 28th. And Romance of the Three Kingdoms 14, PS4, PC on the 28th. There's a 14th romancing. What? <laughs> what? How? No! Stop! I, I don't even know what that game is, but they've made 13 other of them, so. It must be good. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Um, none of those games really interest me. Um, I think, you know, I play, you know, Kingdom Hearts, you know, the, the DLC, or this, the Remind is the DLC, right? Yeah, the DLC, which yeah. I'm, I, I might mess with that, but it's like... Oh, do you have Kingdom Hearts on the Xbox or the PlayStation? I, I got an Xbox, and... Okay. Speaking of that, they released all the... They finally did something I said they should have done a long time ago, and they released all the Kingdom Hearts on the Xbox One, finally. They should have done that at, before the 3 happened. But no. Yeah, but you I heard rumors one, it was just digital. It wasn't a hard... It wasn't a physical I'll, copy. I will take, I will take digital as a point. It really? should have been digital. It should, yeah, I would take it. I don't care. Just give me the game on Xbox so Xbox players can enjoy the story, and you could have... Got more players involved. I was like, what's this King of Hearts crap? Yeah. Um, it's a rough game to follow, man. Gosh, that's like the roughest series to follow. Don't get me freaking started on that. That's like... Like, I, I'm a big fan of the game. It is... Like, you got to devote your life to play the game. Devote. You do. And study. You know, like, study things. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And you, you got to know side characters all damn time. It's like, okay, you're throwing out, like, all these characters... And all these main characters and all these side characters. It's yeah. it's I can go on a freaking rant with that game because I do love the series. I do. I think it's a great series, but make your stories. Mm. Give us some closure with things. Wrap things up. Let us give us some complete. Uh, you know, stop don't give me a so twelve-year wait time or for <laughs> another game to come out. You son of bitches, okay? You know what I'm doing? Twelve years, I'm forgetting about your game. I'm like, uh, soon Kingdom Hearts three will come out. I'll be happy. Now it's like, I'll be a fifty-year-old man. Like, so uh, soon Kingdom Hearts four will come out. Yeah, and I'll be happy. Yeah, they just happy. need to. They need to stop being so meta and just please just. Make some connections. Just drop the game. Uh, I would say definitely uh, check out Two Point Hospital. That game. Yeah, I, I watched um, a few streamers play that. It looks it looked fun and kind of silly at first, but eh, I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of burned on a lot of those kind of sim games like that. You know, I, I don't See, know. I, just... I, I find that was more more easier to understand. Besides, like regular sim games, like oh crap, like I need to increase this happening. You know. Mm-hmm. Doesn't that mean like like sidebars or like all those like scales? Is like pretty straightforward, and once you get like profit, it's just it's easy street. It gets easy, yeah. Yeah. 
might be something I kind of check on. Yeah. yeah, it's quite a bit of games, quite a bit of game releases, and it's fixing to start building up. Like we're ramping up through March, then of course into April, then May. It's going to be a next. The next nope. three months are going to be pretty cool. Just, just March twentieth, and then I'll be happy. <laughs> March twentieth, and then April was it tenth or whatever it is, and then you know then we got May. Yeah, it's it's this big game's coming out. I'm so excited. and then crap for the summer. Just crap. Enjoy your Animal yeah, Crossing. <laughs> exactly. Enjoy enjoy like, playing those games. You know that's that's what they're looking at. So yeah, good times, friends. Good times. Okay, folks, thanks for hanging out with us tonight. Let's let you know where you can find us. Uh, we're going to sell out real quick and promote our content. Jesse, where can people find you across the internet? I get the sell Oh, boy. Guys, you can come find me at mixer.com slash tapper. I'm playing games pretty much regularly. More Wolchen because that game is my crack. Uh, come follow me on Twitter, twitter.com, and also Instagram, instagram.com slash tapper to come see pictures of me and my cat or me complaining about my games. Jeremy, where can we find your sexy face at? Friends, I go by Skyroby typically around the internet. You can find me at twitch.tv slash Mr. Skyroby. That's M-R-S-K-Y-R-O-B-I. Or you can find me on Twitter at Mr. Skyroby, where I post random nonsense sometimes and just basically read a lot of news. <laughs> um, but friends, thank you so much for hanging out with us this week. Uh, we'll be back again next week as usual. That does it for our time this round. Remember, our goal here at the Arcade Raiders podcast is to deliver our unique perspective into the video gaming world with random musings and discussions. Until we see you next time, have fun playing these awesome new games. Mm -hmm.